Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dori DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that were just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to sharing today's guest in our author's alley. Gabriella Keys is talking about becoming Relevi. And it's been quite a journey. Gabriella used to believe that growing up was the goal, eagerly anticipating adulthood and responsibility. But working seemed to dim the joy inside. You know, they say you find a good job you love, right? But what if work and play became inseparable buddies Growing a nonstop party. With a background in education, business, and technology, Gabriella is now adding her love of writing, self development, and reading, as Rella B is her alter ego, advocating for self love, financial education, and fun for kids. So, we're going to help them embrace being little. So, with that being said, I can't wait to hear about Rella B books and what you are doing, Gabriella. So welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's my pleasure to have you here. So I would love for you to take us on your journey and what inspired you to create or actually become Rella B. So I've always loved to write. I've been writing for a long time and for a day job I've been a flight attendant for about eight years but as seniority goes up you can take more time off and uh, work less and I love that as long as I get to travel and have good benefits it worked really well for me but it's really stagnant growth there's not a lot of places to go up or sideways as far as your career goes if you're a flight attendant so I always was looking for something on this side and um I've tried a lot of different hustles, different businesses, and things were not as scalable as I would want. And so because I had so much time, downtime on the planes, I would write when I was flying transcons and I started writing children's books. And I was like, you know, I would love to publish my children's books because I feel like my children's books start a conversation. And that's the goal of all of my books is to start a conversation with the child that goes deeper than just the storybook. I don't want it to stop at the end and then you don't think about it anymore. I want it to be able to be something that you regularly come back to and it grows with the child. So that is why I decided to go into children's books and children's entertainment to make it immersive, conversational and educational. I love that. And as a reader, books, I think the younger you read to children, when my grandson was an infant and my son and his wife, they're reading to him and he's pulling at the book and my son goes, you know, mommy's not really paying attention. I said, doesn't matter. Reading. 
trust me, the day will come. And books are, both my grandkids, just like their best friends, they love their books. So for you, what has been the joy of children's books, the other part of it, for you bringing that nonstop party to your life? So it's been really interesting to see how kids react to the books. It's been very interesting to see how parents react to the books. And I think my favorite reactions, of course, are my daughter's reactions because she's always like, oh, those are my books. <laughs> she oh. thinks all of them are for her. All of them are about her <laughs> and they're not. <laughs> but it's it's very cute. She's very supportive. And I think that I've gotten some really good feedback from parents as far as them being able to take some of the lessons out of the book and it grows with them. I have one book that's called If Shapes Could Talk and the book is about a shapely family. So there's a bunch of different shapes, different colors. They go to school. There's other shapes there that are other colors. And the main lesson is that you don't know what is happening at someone else's house. So you shouldn't covet what somebody else has. So that is the main lesson in the book. And that's a little bit of a deeper lesson. However, because there's shapes and there's colors, a small child, you could just be like, oh, what shape is that? What color is that? And I just want it to be able to grow with the kid. Like every time they read it at a different stage in life, they can pull something else from it. And it can start a conversation again in the family when it gets to the point that they can understand what is jealousy or what are these different emotions that I'm feeling when I go to school and I see that maybe someone has something that I don't. What a great concept. And I, I love the idea of shapely families and, you know, just the different shapes, just that, that whole aspect of it as well, because visual cues, especially for children, are, are things that really do spark conversation. Yes. And I feel like you know, the illustrations are bright, um, they're inviting. So I think that just by them looking at the illustrations, they can pull a lot of information from them. Um, so, I mean, I've enjoyed that a lot as far as this journey, it's been really great. How have you found, you know, we talk about the work-life balance all the time <laughs> and really the juggling act that it is. So how have you been able to balance, especially with a little Okay, so this is one of my favorite things to talk about, honestly, and I think I might have made a small mistake about <laughs> going into children's books instead of going into something that's maybe more productivity based, actually, but I taught myself how to do a little bit of no code automations to streamline so many of the different things that I do, you know, mitigate a lot of different costs and grow really quickly because of that. So I basically have a social media manager, but I'm not paying a ton of money to my social media manager because she only has to manage one social media site. But I have a no code program that's less than $11 a month that takes all of that information, changes it for the specific program, like uh, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and reposts the picture recaptions the whole social post that's appropriate for whatever platform it's on and then distributes it and I can change the scheduling of it it's been really good so I've grown decently well on social media because of that constant content that's pushed out and I don't have to worry about 
manually reposting, uploading, or anything like that. And I've hired a small team to support me because I also have a children's podcast and a children's YouTube channel. Wow, I love that. And I can't wait. Do you, do you have all of the links for us to be able to send people to your podcast and your YouTube channel? I want to make sure that everything is in our show notes on wordofmomradio.com. Yes, for sure. I will send all of that over to you. And I can be found at Reading with Rella B for my podcast. And then it's on all major streaming platforms. And then as far as my social handles, it's at Rella B Books. So that's everywhere that you can have social media content. And then um, my website is also RellaBbooks.com. You know, I normally ask that later on, but I'm kind of blown away that you're doing a children's podcast and a children's YouTube channel as well. See the things that I get to learn about my guests. It's not just you all out there learning. I get to learn these things too. I'm going to ask you, Gabriella, what's been your biggest challenge when it comes to building your business? So one thing that's been challenging for me is now that I used to be more of a solo mompreneur, which was really easy for me because I do what I want, when I want, how I want, and I'm just managing myself, which can be a challenge in itself. But now having a small team, I have to be really succinct and precise in what I'm telling people and what I'm asking from people. And I've learned a lot about communication and how I communicate, when I communicate. And it's been a challenge to try to train people to do things the way that I want them done. So stepping back from all of those processes and handing them over to someone else has been really challenging, but it's also been very, very rewarding when things just start falling together. I, you know, we talk about it all the time here, how hard it is to delegate because let's face it, when you first start a business, you're working in your business. Every aspect of your business is you. And how do you grow a business to, instead of working in it, you're working on it. And that is finding that right team because, again, to find people that do it the way that you see the process and what works in your process. And sometimes people bring in other ideas that might not have been the way you thought about doing that. And, and then it comes to some people are flexible and some people are, no, I'd rather you just do it the way I like it done. And so it's finding that balance in there to make that work. It, it goes back, you know, you have the work-life balance in home and then you have the work-life balance in your work because you have to live in that as well. Very true. And you hit on something that is another challenge that I didn't quite think of. But like you said, some people are more flexible than others are, especially when you're working with them or they're working for you. And I went to a conference and they said, you need to hire with caution and thoroughly, and you need to fire fast. And that sounded really, really brutal at the time. But I recognize that in my work that when I'm working with someone and it's just not going the way that it needs to go, the communication is broken. Um, and I've tried over and over again, like it's, it's not going to help me by 
continuously trying to just water the plant that's not trying to thrive. <laughs> you know, it's time to move on and try maybe a different plant. That's a great analogy. And on that note, we are going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. You know me, I am always looking for natural ways to increase my health. And I have to say that Magic Mind is a very cool liquid, comes in a little small bottle that you drink as a shot. It is 12 magical ingredients that are going to offer you maximum absorption. And you know what? Clarity, energy, and a nice calm at the same time. Go to magicmind.com. Give it a try. You'll be glad that you did. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. Check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Gabriella Keys about Rella B. Books. I love what you just said about that you have to know when to stop watering the plant that's not going to thrive. Because I think it is hard for us as women business owners to let someone go, especially if it is somebody that you know in real life, not a cold hire, but a warm market hire that just isn't fitting what you need to have happen. And so we do, because let's face it, as women, we... I. We're not as heartless. We're, you know, it, it, not that men are heartless, but you know, it's business. Cut and dry, it's business. That's why women don't run the mafia. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really is. So I want to segue again because you've just had such an interesting journey. And I know you've created this alter ego. So talk to us about this alter ego and why you created it. So 
part of it is privacy. You know, I do, I have my daughter and I don't necessarily want her to be like linked to everything. Like if you Google me and then you find her, I just, there's too many connections. We're so connected with everything on social media. So part of it was privacy. And then part of it was, I'm talking to you like an adult right now, but Rella B talks like this to kids and it's fun and she's animated and like very bubbly. So I just kind of wanted an, a nice separation. Uh, you know, Rella B isn't, you know, she has a kid, but we don't really focus on it. Like me, I'm all about my daughter all of the time, you know? So I just kind of wanted a little it created a type of boundaries, expectations, and it was just easier for me to feed into Rella B. Like, it's really funny because when I put on the clothes, she has specific clothes. Like she wears very specific colors, very specific patterns, um, Rella B does. And when I have those clothes on, my daughter's like, oh, it's Rella B. <laughs> so I just wanted to add an extra layer of personality and a little bit of uh, separation for myself. Isn't it funny how visual cues and children, I wear glasses when I read or when I record, when I'm looking at the computer. I have a pair of my working glasses. They're a certain color. And then my reading glasses with my grandkids are a different color. So they would see the visual cue and know that it was, they had to play. And I was doing something with my son. I had COVID. And so my grandson, we were talking over Zoom and I had just been looking at a friend's artwork. We were doing a Zoom call. And when my grandson got on the computer and he was three at the time and went, ha, no, working glasses, off, off, no work. <sighs> and I took my working glasses off and I put my other glasses on. And then he went, hi, Mimi. It was so <sighs> funny. But with his little finger pointing, like, no, you take those off. So I love that your daughter sees you in your outfit and knows that Rella B is now visiting. I bet she has a very special relationship with Rella B. Yes, yes. It's very fun. That's adorable, though, that you have working glasses and reading glasses. I love that. <laughs> well, you know what? It is the cues. You know, during COVID, we did so much on even when you're working you know because now everybody was working from home and uh, we talked about how you put a different color light bulb in and that means when that light bulb is on that you can't come in unless you've severed your right hand and it's in your left hand because we need to get to the hospital you have to wait until I'm done and the funny part was kids picked up on that immediately it was wow. the significant others <laughs> <laughs> the adults in the family that have had a harder time with that concept. <laughs> it's like, you know, honey, it means you too. But, you know, or some people used a timer, like an egg timer, things like that, where mommy just needs this amount of time alone to get her work done. But then when that timer went off or that light changed, you have to go back to your kids. And so it was, you know, just different ways that we had, especially during those times, to make everything flow. So, I mean, I really do love the idea of Rella B because it gives you as a mom a chance to have a little bit of a different relationship with your daughter as well. Yes, and she's nicer to Rella B. So, <laughs> of course she is. 
<laughs> so that's always nice. <laughs> she, li I bet she listens to Rella B more. If Rella B says, oh, it's time to go do this. Okay. Or yeah. if his mom, it's like, let me yank your teeth and all I'm trying to get you to do what you need to do. Yeah. Kids are kids. You know? 100%. <laughs> it's so fun. So what for you, what have you really learned since starting this journey about yourself, about business, all of it? What has been the aha moments? I think the biggest aha moments are the fact that every day I am working at least a little bit, like every day, just because I'm still very much in the beginning phases, but I've been doing so much behind the scenes and then came the launch. And then now, you know, we're trying to pick up more steam and find more subscribers, more followers, and, you know, more people to collaborate. And it's just very interesting. Like the ball started so small and now I can see it every day getting a little bit bigger. And it's so amazing now having a team working with me that I go to sleep sometimes and I wake up to so many great opportunities that they find me or, you know, somebody that they think would be great to collaborate with. And it's really nice being able to have people that are on your side. So I'm so happy that I took that plunge and decided to invest in myself um, by doing that because I was burning, you know, like burning the candle at both ends, trying to do everything by myself, even with the automation. There's so many things that I'm trying to do. I can't focus on creating content if I'm also doing all of the admin, if I'm also editing everything. So it's very valuable to just outsource the things that I'm not amazing at anyway. <laughs> well, again, it's working in or working on. And once you develop and, and grow to that place where you need to work on your business, it's very few people that can stay that solopreneur and, and make that happen. Not without, not with it, not encompassing their entire life. Right. And that's not what I want. Like, that's not the reason I got into this. That's definitely not what I want. Right. Exactly. And Rella B would hate that. <laughs> yes. Cause that's not what she stands for at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I really do. So Gabriella, as we are wrapping up, what would you like to leave our listeners with? And what do you want to say to that woman out there that is contemplating do I write this book? Do I start this business? Do I give this product that I've been trying to bring to market a chance? What do you want to say to them? I would say do it and do it to the fullest capacity that you can. Put yourself a little bit in a position of being uncomfortable in doing it. And then just have clear boundaries and expectations for yourself and what you're doing, because you're never too old to start anything. You're never too young to start anything like today's your day. Just go ahead and start it. I spent so much time contemplating, you know, being really be who is really be. Do I need all of these small things and details in place? And I'm happy that I took the time to prepare a lot of it. But in reality, it would have been so much better just to start creating content earlier. I would have had that much more out and I would have been that much further ahead. So, you know, start as soon as you can start today. Content creation, you know, and here's the thing when it comes to that, to you ladies out there, you women out there, think about you were, you know, you wrote a blog five years ago or whatever that you had started. That is still content you made that you can evergreen and repurpose and reuse. Same thing with being on social media. 
stuff that you might have posted three or four years ago. When it pops up in your memory, save it. Save it for another time because there is content you've already created. Same thing with you, Gabrielle, that you can then repurpose in different ways. And I really want to know your automation tool because that sounds really awesome. Is it um, something you created or you found? So what it is, is a website. Have you heard of Zapier? I have not. Okay, so it's not Zapier, but it's very similar to Zapier. It's called make.com. And it's a cheaper version of Zapier. I pay literally $11 a month and it publishes probably about, I would say close to 300 items of content a month for me between wow. blogs and, uh, you know, repurposing social content. And I actually, this is why I think I should teach people how to do it because you use make.com and you create a scenario and you tell the scenario what to do. And some people may struggle with that, but there's literally a way that I can like send my automation and they just plug in socials and change like a couple different words and it would work for them as well. So I See, think that I'm going to, yeah, do that. <laughs> you just found another way to not only expand your reach, but to teach other people how to expand their reach. It's why Word of Mom began, was to give women a voice. Give them a place to learn because if we don't share how we do things, how do we move forward? I think so often women wear our worst enemies and, and kind of keep everything close to the vest and don't want to teach other people what we're doing that is helping to build our business and streamline our business and things. And we should, because let's face it, you could never publish enough books for all of the kids out there that need a book to read. Nobody could. There have to be authors. There have to be more relevies and more people that find that alter ego and want to work with kids and want to share. So why not teach them how to do that? You know, why not give away your tricks? Because it's the same thing with doing a podcast. Why would I not have another podcaster on my podcast? I love sharing people's podcasts. I really do because there's not enough out there, especially women that are employing and empowering and encouraging other women. That's my alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? It's why it's word of mom. Because there's a mom in all of us. Giving birth doesn't make a mom. The fact that we care and we do the things that we can in life to make something nicer for someone else. You're brightening the lives of children. Woohoo. I mean, what better job is that? It's true. You are throwing yourself a nonstop party. Good for you. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on today. This has been amazing. It has been my absolute pleasure. And Gabriella already let you know earlier how to reach out to her. So it's Relevy Books. We will have her links to everything on wordofmomradio.com. And I really encourage you to go out and take a look. Her links to the books will be up her podcast, everything else, her YouTube channel. I can't wait to see it. And I really hope that you will reach out to her. And Gabriella, thank you so much for joining us today on Word of Mom Radio. I really appreciate it. Thank you and have a great rest of your day. You too. And for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now.